If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. I suck at dating with Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, and welcome to this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. We have a pretty great episode for you this week. It's been a sensation all over the internet, all over the world, probably, but more specifically, all from Netflix. It's called Love is Blind, and if you haven't listened, if you haven't watched the show by now, you are just you're missing out because it's fantastic. Jared, I, I guess we'll get to this in a second, but apparently he hasn't really watched much of the show. Anyways, it's it's a great show. It's it, it it dives into dating and what it's like to agree to date someone that you've never even seen in person before. It's basically the exact opposite of dating apps, which is pretty cool. Um, and we have a very special guest on this week's episode that was from that show. Should we tell them who it is right now? Yes. Can you say the name? It is Giannina Jabelli. Jabelli. Yes. Who She's is, like the most popular contestant on there. She was my favorite contestant on the show. She was the one who, when proposed to, she proposed back. Right. Well, yeah, we'll come. To, we'll get to that point later on. But yeah, she proposed. She got proposed to and then proposed back. Fantastic story. Great love story. But then she got left at the altar. Sad. But then it turns out that they got back together. So maybe we can get a little bit more insight on what happened between then and then. But Jared, so you haven't seen Love is... You've seen a couple episodes. I've seen a couple episodes. So, I, oh, well, I've seen like bits and pieces. I don't watch dating shows, which is obviously the most hypocritical thing I could say because <laughs> I met my wife on a dating show. But I, 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 don't, I don't watch every episode of Bachelor. Um, Ashley is obsessed with Love is Blind. It's what? The number one show on Netflix and it has been for quite some time now. I didn't see Daylight for a solid 48 hours. What's you watched daylight? you just you powered through it. I powered through that. I would oh, look forward to it. I would go home, I would stay up an extra hour just to finish it knowing nice. I'd work early the next morning. Yeah. I thought you meant that there was a show called Daylight that I was missing out on as well. Well, I, like, I would be surprised. Daylight. You don't watch it. Oh, uh, you meant actual daylight because you stayed inside. So what's so addicting about it because everybody is obsessed with this show. What is wh- what is it? I think it's, it's just because it's a social experiment. They got a pretty good cast. Uh, they're all pretty different in uh, in so many different ways, and then they they all enter into relationships that are all super different. Like, for instance, every time Cameron and Lauren were on screen, Kaylin was always like freaking out. Like, yeah, every like every single time Cameron came on screen, Kaylin had to say Cameron's so so in love with this girl. Like every single time, like without fail, she was like Cameron's obsessed with Lauren. And it's true. It's like you watch their story unfold and Cameron is is absolutely obsessed with Lauren. And it's just interesting to see that dynamic unfold, especially because he's white and she's black. And they talk about that a lot on the show. And then you see like Gianni, Gian, Giannina mm-hmm. and so Damien. Uh, and honestly, I don't I didn't really think that their relationship was all that great. Like you always really? see them arguing with each other. You always see them so mismatched. Uh, and then who else is there? There is uh, um, Jess- Barnett. 
Jessica, Barnett and Elsie, Amber, and Amber love triangle. Barnett and Amber, they're an interesting couple. And Quadruple. then, no, Jessica, say, that's not three. Yeah, that's hard. That's not a triangle. I didn't it's like an octagon. I didn't like Jessica. She just, she just really seemed Jessica and Anthony, right? The older woman and the younger Jessica man. And Mark. Oh, his name was Anthony. So Mark is his name. I'm sorry, I forgot. Big his. fan. <laughs> I'm just hearing Mark Anthony over here. <laughs> I couldn't get over. I couldn't get over how like critical and judgmental she was consistently being of Mark. Well, let's set this up for Jared. So Jared, this is a girl who, or a woman who was 34, 34 years old, yeah. and she ended up having feelings towards someone who's 24 years old, and she was very hung up over the fact that he was this much younger. And I would like to know your guys' thoughts on would you ever be able to date 10 years older or younger? I personally don't think it's an issue, but she made it seem like it was the end of the freaking world. It's not Jared's the end of the quiet world. Over there. Well, it's not the end of the world, but it's certainly a topic of conversation. But I don't like how people just say age is just a number. To a certain extent, I guess I agree with it, but at the same time, I also don't agree with it. Like you said, for example, Claire is the new bachelorette. She's 38. Say she picks somebody who's 23, 24. Are you guys are just going to say age is the number? I mean, there is a discrepancy. Just for just like this girl's 34 and the guy is 24. I actually know who this couple is. This is I saw this. Uh, I saw her in the pod talking about their age difference. Yeah. And sure, she ha- I mean, it's not the end of the world. I think she's probably being dramatic, but you have to talk about it. I think my point is is there's no like blanket uh there, you can't just put a bandaid over it and be like, nope, 10, eight, 10 years is too much. This 24-year-old, time and time and time and time again, was like, Jessica, listen to me. Like, I don't, I'm not a normal 24-year-old. I want to get married to you. I want to have your children. I love you. I'm here for you. I want to be the person that you need me to be. Like, this dude wasn't just a normal 24-year-old. He was all in. He was more mature than uh, any 34, 44-year-old in Los Angeles, for instance. Like, the 10 years is a big number, yes, but this kid, this dude was, kid, funny enough, this dude was acting like the most mature man, I think he, uh, more so than a lot of the guys on the season even. So that's why it was so frustrating with me was she was so fixated on them being 10 years apart and she was completely overlooking everything that he stood for and was about. And I think that it was just because she was still so hung up on that Barnett guy. Well, her her reasoning halfway through the show was that she said that she dated a 41-year-old, somebody who was about 10 years older than her, and she felt like she had to speed through time to be where he was and kind of missed out on some things in between. Mm. And she was fearful of Mark going through that as well. But I want to ask a question. Would you guys have, if dating older, that means you would go into um, having kids probably somewhat soon after that marriage and being a dad and you would have to have a career established. Do you think that you would have gone back being like, yeah, I, I kind of wish I was in the party stage a little bit or. I think I think at the end of the day, it's not her decision to make for him. And that's what was so frustrating about it was she was projecting what she thought was best onto him when in reality he was sitting there saying, no, I don't want any of that. I know what I want. Blah, blah, or blah. or she was protecting herself because she knew, like Tori said, she, she's been there. She's been 24 and she was like, in five years, you're going to regret it. And I know that you're going to regret it. And I'm not looking out for your interest. I'm looking out for mine because I know that day is going to come. I don't know. Now, I'm not saying she's right or wrong. Yeah. I'm just being a contrarian because yeah. I like doing that. I do think that, of course, if you're 24 and you prove yourself over and over and over again that you are ready for relationships, then, then of course, she should look past that and take him for his word. But I do think that there should be a serious conversation about it. But if she's being, if she's taking it out of proportion, then yeah, of course, she's being ridiculous. Similar to Giannina and Damien. Uh, I don't know if you saw this part on the show either, but they get up to the altar eventually. Mm-hmm. He says, I, he says, I do. And then they ask her the same question and she says, I do not. Wait, who? Jessica to Mark. Oh, yeah, I think you're she right. She essentially rebukes uh, Mark's offer to be her husband. Let's just give, okay, so the, the concept of the show, you're in pods for nine days, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't see each other. And then you fall in love because love is blind. And then you see each other. And then you are you have a month before you decide whether you're getting married yeah. or not. It's yeah, kind so, of like 30-day fiance. So you have the pods. You essentially ask that person to marry you in the pods without ever seeing them. Yep, you get engaged. And then the next day, there's a wall that comes up. And it's like first reveal of the, your partner that you already agreed to marry. I think they all ask them again if they wanted to marry them after seeing them. Like, hey, do you still want to marry me? And they're all like, yes. Yeah, like so it's like yes. after 10 days they hit a point where it's okay. Do you want to take this to the next step? 
will you marry me? And they say, yes, oh my gosh. And then they spend a week in Mexico. Well, and then they have the grand reveal where they meet each other, which is what you're saying. They get down on one knee and repropose. So there were a lot of times where even Mark and Jessica, when they were having issues, he was like, I literally got on a knee and repropose to you and you saw who I was and so why did you say yes then if you were having hesitations right there in that moment right. and I don't think we saw anyone say no at that point right they all said yes anyways yeah, and, and I, then they I go think it's point. also it's but let's be honest you're, you're human you're in front of cameras there's so much pressure on these people you know I always think you ever see the night before with Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon Lovett at the end of the movie so throughout the movie Joseph Gordon Lovett is having troubles with his girlfriend and they break up and so at the end of the movie his buddies are like, you should be doing like this grand romantic gesture for her. So what he does in front of a party, he goes up and he proposes in front of like 400 of her coworkers. And she goes, yes. And he's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And they get off stage and she's like, why the hell did you propose? And he's like, you just said yes. And she's like, of course I'm going to say yes. Like I'm surrounded by all my friends, like friends and family. I'm not going to embarrass, like I'm not going to say no. And so I'm curious in situations like this, if someone like Jessica just felt the pressure of saying yes. And she's like, I will just, we'll figure it out later. I'll say yes right now. We'll figure it out later. And maybe she got to a point where at the altar, she knew that there was no going back. What makes that difference in the bachelor or bachelorette? It doesn't. It doesn't. So you think people have been pressured to say yes? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Names? I I mean, (laughs) I I think there are people, I'm sure you can look up stories where people feel like they got engaged far too, I mean, far too soon. Uh, And I'm also not talking about producer pressure. I'm just talking about pressure of society. And, and, you know, listen, we we sign ourselves up for the show, but we also, I don't think ever... realistically think by the end of it we're going to be down on one knee or saying yes to a proposal but i'm sh- i'm you know like um i don't know i, I don't want to name names, i think i think but- there is one that's been pretty public as a friend of the podcast taylor nolan was uh mm. was put on the spot with Derek, and she she's been pretty open about that i think he's even been open about it yeah. as well she was like i didn't want to say no in front of all those people even though she didn't really want to get married at oh, that time man. you know yeah. i had to maybe wait longer that would have changed things i'm sure if you asked grant and lace they oh. would probably say that maybe they got engaged too soon. I'm sure you could look at any failed engagement. Ben and Lauren, Nick and Vanessa, Chris and Whitney. Let's get Ben on right uh, now. Chris Just and Crystal. Chris, but no, that uh, was Soul, been... Souls is what I meant to say. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's always awkward to well, talk about Well, I have a question. Engagements. This is such a new concept, but and obviously The Bachelor has been going on for a long time now. If this were to all start again... And this show came out and The Bachelor just came out. Which show would intrigue you the most to go on? Uh, Bachelor still. Yeah. Okay, but why? Because I would get to travel around the world. <laughs> and the prospect of not seeing someone Well, they get to go to Mexico. Days. Oh, yeah, sick. <laughs> cool. Privileged. Uh, <laughs> we went to Mexico for paradise. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Some of us even went to Fiji for paradise. Yes, I did. <laughs> Wait, what? I went to Bachelor in Paradise, Australia before Ashley and I were together. I didn't know that. I went at the same time that she did Winter Games. I went down there for two weeks, made it through five row ceremonies, didn't kiss anybody. I somehow miraculously just coasted right by as only I can do. Uh, And then I got back and then she filmed Winter Games and then obviously everything changed. Wow. Um, But uh, where was I? Oh, Fiji. Oh, traveling. The prospect of not seeing someone for 10 days... um, I don't know. That's scary. Doesn't that kind of intrigue you? I think I'm a pretty good judge of uh, facial structure based <laughs> off of voice alone. <laughs> I think I do a pretty good job of painting a picture in my head of what someone looked like just based off of how they sound like. When have you well, ever yeah, detailed, did... like whenever you would put an effort into that? Listen, I'm not saying that I've done it before. I'm just thinking that in I would be pretty good at it. This has zero credibility. credibility I think it. that I would be pretty good at gauging whether I'd be physically attracted to someone based solely off their voice. I'm just saying that. I don't think... You're literally saying that if a dog barks, you'd be like, yep, that was a Dalmatian. It's I, like you can't tell. I'm not saying whether they're going to... what, but what breed they're going to be of human, but I'm going to be able to say whether I think they're going to be hot or not. Why not? We have to test this theory out. If a dog barks, this next makes zero. If a dog sense. barks, I could be like, that's a cute dog. No, we should have someone that he, we should have, we should have a producer or somebody that works at iHeart, I a know, female. I need, we need this. And then we will record an episode and she will be behind the wall. That would actually be pretty fun. And, and I, I want, say, I want her to talk to Dean. And then she can go oh. and cry. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then, exactly. This is not a great no, idea. No, no, no. It doesn't have to be cute, but when you say you can describe the person, yeah. would you be able to tell like brunette, blonde? Yeah, butt chin, cleft nose. You'd be able to go into a little bit of details. Yeah. Do you think you could get a little details? Uh, two pierces, two like, piercings on the left ear. Height. Um, oh, absolutely height. Hair I don't think color. we'll do, we shouldn't do weight. Do I sound little. tall? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no question. <laughs> okay, maybe you do sound a little tall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think about it. I don't know if I really want to get into uh, why. We should but... do this. It sounds fun. All right, next week on Half I Suck at Dating, we're going to have a pod experiment. I would Let's love nothing more. Let's see if we can find more. somebody in the next few minutes. To do it here? To do it at the very end after we interview. Sure, let's go ahead and see street. if we know anybody in this. We know everybody here, though. But we don't know. I mean, we might have a little, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure, if we can't if do not, it, then we do another episode. Exactly. Uh, I but the, the prospect of not seeing someone that you're talking to for nine days would scare me. As as I'm sorry, but of course, as anybody, I'll just admit it. Physical attraction is a huge part of a relationship, and so the idea of falling in love with someone and developing such strong feelings and not seeing them, because then in your head, it's like, well, what? What if I'm not attracted to them? And beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I'm not saying like attraction is only one level, right? Like what I find beautiful is different from what Dean finds beautiful and what you find beautiful is different than what Ashley finds beautiful. But like what if this person isn't like, I don't know. Do you think this would be harder on men than females? Um, I think it's the opposite. I think it would be harder on females. For instance, Jessica and Mark. Jessica, Mark is a little shorter than the rest, is a little shorter than average. And Jessica saw him and she was like, whoa, you're too short. But in reality, he was like, look, I'm 5'9". You know, like this is how tall I am. And yet she still wasn't into it. I think that there's, I think that men are maybe better at gauging the the physical compatibility of the the partner off of the voice. So, no. Do you guys think you... All men, and I'm pointing to you two, are a little shallow. But well, we are, you know, represent, representing all men on this Just, podcast here. Are yeah. you all shallow? Uh, a little no. Out, no, a little ounce of you. I got Can news you kind of be you. like, look deep, and you're like, oh, a little. Everybody is a little shallow. And if you don't think In you the are, shallow, then shallow, you're probably maybe a little shallow, narcissistic. Shallow, oh, wow. I know. I'm being a little harsh. Maybe I don't yeah, that believe was pretty that. Rough. Well, what I'm, I'm saying is like, of, uh, but I'm sh- from the shallow. I just, I, I, well, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with Jared. I think you nailed it around the head. Everyone is a little shallow to varying degrees. It doesn't matter guy or girl. It just matters person to person. Maybe on average guys are slightly more shallow, but that doesn't mean that women aren't shallow. You know what I mean? Here's what I will say about this little love is blind experiment. I do find that once I get to know someone, they become either more or less physically attract, like attractive in my yeah. eyes. There you go. They do. Alan, you Alan. know, like when when I get to meet someone who's very, very, very attractive, but their personality sucks, they become less and less attractive to me. And on the flip side of that, I met Caitlin. Caitlin looks the exact same as the day that I met her, but I'm more attracted to her now than I was back then. And same I'm with Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. There you go. So there is something to be said about that. So maybe they already have in the back of their head this physical attraction with them just based on their personality right i don't know anyways well we're gonna find out because gianina is gonna come and we are gonna ask her some questions get to the root of all of these questions hopefully that's gonna come up next you're not gonna want to miss it love is blind gianina jabelli is gonna be joining us stay tuned for that it's gianina from love in sight a new iHeartRadio podcast all about the TV show Love is Blind. Are you addicted to Love is Blind? We are here to satisfy all your Love is Blind cravings. And if you haven't watched yet, join us everywhere you listen to podcasts for everything you need to know. Do you want to find out how Damien and I got back together? Yep, I'm the girl that got left at the altar. The Love is Blind cast will join us, telling us things they have never revealed. And you get all the behind the scenes, all the details, all the never seen footage, and the ultimate question. Can an experiment like this actually work? Is love truly blind? And iHeartRadio is bringing you every little nugget, Love Insight, available now everywhere you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies 
all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. All right, and we are back with Giannina Jabelli from Love is Blind. Everyone has been obsessing about this show lately, right? Hello, I guess. It's the number one show on Netflix. Giannina, thank you for coming. And Giannina, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably already know because she's one of your favorite from the show. You are one of the fan favorites by by a lot, I think. Thank you. Yes, I think I'm in the top three. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm willing to put you on that pedestal. Absolutely. How is everything going? So. She's on the show Love is Blind. We talked about it a little bit at the top of the podcast. I've seen every episode. Just finished it last night. Oh, my God. But actually, I have some questions for you. But before we do that, can you just tell us a little bit about how you ended up on Love is Blind? Yeah, of course. Um, So I was actually at a bar with a couple of my girlfriends. And I was telling them how there are no more men for me in the city. And at that moment, my phone lit up. And it was this DM on Instagram from this woman that was casting and I picked up the phone right there and then she told me that I could potentially fall in love with someone without meeting them and then you could have a a wedding and I was like this is weird and this is never gonna happen but your timing is actually perfect because I had just given up all hope and I'm a little weird so maybe it works out and I never thought I was gonna actually get picked to go through the process, but lo and behold, I'm here sitting with you guys yeah. and talking about me right now. And this was also this was like two years ago, right? Because that film yeah. was like a year and a half plus. A year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there was this piece of my life that was just out there in the universe, and not knowing whether it was gonna come out or what was gonna happen to yeah. it. And but it was good to have that time for you know with myself and with Damien, and we were able to like really build a strong bond. When was the reunion show filmed? The reunion show was built uh, like three weeks ago. Oh, okay. So it yeah. was recently filmed. It was recent. And this is this is my question that I, I wanted to get to later, but we might, we're here, so we might as well ask it mm-hmm. now, is uh, the last episode, Yeah. he leaves you at the altar, essentially, right? Yes. And then we don't really see much from you guys until the reunion. And then even at the reunion, we kind of just brush over it like you guys are dating. <laughs> I felt like, right? It was like so abrupt in my opinion. So what yeah. happened between the ending of the last episode Mm -hmm. and the filming of the reunion that we didn't get to see. Yeah. So basically that night, actually I reached out to him and I was like, what's going on here? Cause I'm really direct. I don't like to waste time. And I just didn't want to. The night of the wedding. The night of the wedding. Yes. The night of the wedding. And I just didn't want to lose sleep over it. And we had just gone through this, such an amazing journey together. And he did want to date me. And, um, 
maybe marriage wasn't right for us, but that doesn't mean that we can't explore a relationship outside of this. But I was like, okay, can we be friends? Let's just not leave it on a sour note. And then what ended up happening was we just kind of like held each other and cried it out. And he snuck us back into our old apartment and we've been together ever since. Ever since. Ever since. And has there been, because the issues that we saw on the show, and mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, oh, yeah. but it seemed like there was sometimes like a lack of passion. I remember that was one of your big arguments was yes. you were uh, upset how sometimes he didn't just grab you and like yeah. sh- express himself, right? Yeah. And so ha- have those issues that you guys have experienced, at least that we get to see, got to see on the show, is it something that you're continually working on? Is it something that seems <laughs> to be water under the bridge at this point? No, he definitely fixed that. I mean, he would tell me like, you know, I'm holding back, I'm holding back. And I was like, why are you holding back? Yeah. And I mean, we just really met each other. So I, I can understand why it takes a while to get into that rhythm. But yeah, sometimes I just have to be like, can you just not touch me right now? Yeah. Like I'm trying to focus. So it's nice. Like we're, you know, we've definitely have that passion in our right. relationship. It's just really good to know that we can have that open communication, which isn't always, always easy. Because you guys are very opposite, but opposites yes. attract, as they always say. Yeah. We balance each other out hundred percent. Right. Okay. I'm like that spontaneous. Let's do this. Let's, you know, be loud. Let's last minute. And he's just like, well, let's think about it. Let's plan. I'm like, no, let's do it right now. So it's definitely a good balance because he keeps me out of trouble and I get him in trouble. You were, because <laughs> um, I watched the show with my girlfriend and every time you were on the screen, we were like, all right. Because so, you <laughs> you were like really good at like emoting and you you explain what you're feeling really well. Thank you. And then you also like, like you look like you're feeling too, which right. is pretty cool. Like <laughs> you can like see visibly how either upset or happy you are at all yeah. times. And so every time you were on camera, I was like, all right, here we go. This oh. is going to be interesting. And I don't know. I just always appreciated whenever you were on the show because I knew that we were going to get something that was real and authentic. Thanks. Um, I personally thought when you and Damien were, you know, arguing and all those times, I was always like, this is going to end so poorly. Mm -hmm. And then you would like run into his bedroom and you guys would start making out. Yeah. I don't know. It's just such an interesting thing. And people always (laughs) think that Bachelor's on a condensed timeline. But you guys, like you said, Mm -hmm. you barely knew each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, after the pods, we felt like we knew each other for like a year. It was a true experiment in the sense that you're there for nine days, but you lose sense of all time and space, really. So you're like, what year is it, really? And um, you go through so much uh, release of like who you are and you face these obstacles with this person before ever meeting them that you're like, I've known you forever. Um, And then you actually see them. And that's when like a lot of like the physical external attributes just kind of start hitting you across the face. And um, I mean, to your point, like, thank you so much for just saying that, like, you liked seeing me up there because my entire life I was like, I'm so weird. Like, I feel like I talk in circles and everyone always says that, like, my face is so expressive. And and these are things that I people would tell me in a negative way. But the fact that it's like this is me and that's who I was on screen and people appreciate that. I'm like. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, as long as you can embrace that. So yeah. so after the first or after the last episode, how did your father react to you guys kind yeah. of kicking things back up again? My dad. So I, I don't know if you can tell, but when Damien tells me, no, my dad is actually very relaxed. And I think it's because he knew that we needed more time. Mm-hmm. And he li- he loves Damien to this day. And he liked him then, too. It's just again that that condensed timeline there's just so much pressure and my mom just wanted to kick his ass right um but she she was the one that ran out after you and consoled you yes yeah yeah. um and you know she didn't like to see me being rejected up there and my dad wasn't happy about that either but the fact that they both liked him and just knew that we needed more time and after i explained to them i'm like no he treats me like a princess he treats me like gold like we knew that already we just didn't like that yeah you saw we saw the rejection piece and i'm like it's okay like we're gonna be fine and everyone's a big happy family. you don't have any like secondhand embarrassment by that no i don't really get embarrassed yeah. i just i just Good. yeah i don't like to dwell i really just learn from my mistakes because if not i would probably in the co- be in the corner in a fetal position right now because yeah. i <laughs> my family and my friends just have like this like saying where it's like that's such a g thing or like you're it's such a G moment because like, I am constantly like impulsive and abruptive and things happen to me all the time. So if I was embarrassed, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> was there, so there basically was no downtime between that, um, essentially leaving the wedding day and then you guys like reigniting at least an interest in dating each other. Right. It was basically like, okay, that's done with let's remove the pressure of marriage, but let's at least like date each other regularly now. 
Is yeah, that how it worked? Yeah, pretty much. And I think what we told each other was just like, let's just take it day by day. Yeah. You know, like we're not engaged. We don't have to be boyfriend and girlfriend. But like we both know what the other one is going through and we love each other. So let's just see how we are tomorrow. Let's see how we are the next day. And a year and a half later, we're That's, together. I can't believe it's been a year and a half. Yeah. So they spent a year and a half essentially editing the show, it sounds like, right? Because how long has it been on Netflix for? It's been on Netflix for, I think, about a month. Right. Now. Pretty new. Well, I'm sure it's not just editing. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot that goes into a show. Whatever. It's easy. Besides you get filming up. and editing. <laughs> you open it's up, it, so it's two you open up a Final show. Cut. You put a few clips together. Yeah, bada yeah, bing, you put bada some bada music. Bada bing, bada boom. You put it on Instagram. You're good to go. And that's it. No, but there was like so much footage, you guys. So for nine days alone in the pods, there was four over 400 hours of footage. And there was 30 of us. So I guess like being able to pick which stories I wanted to mm. find and the storylines and I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. 125 cameras uh, were put were filmed. That's insane. Yeah. With this show. This is a, this show dwarfs anything Batcher's ever done in my opinion. <laughs> Do you feel any pressure to now be in a public relationship? To be in a public relationship mm-hmm. as in Well, like think about it because before your relationship now mm-hmm. you know the only people that cared about that relationship were your your friends your family whoever else right. but now you have a million plus people that are familiar with your story and yeah. now like, more than that they're invested yeah. in you and, and your boyfriend so it's uh-huh. like do you feel pressure from that at all or not really no i think we're i i handle like the social media aspect and all of that i think like pretty pretty normal pretty well if they want to know more about my relationship or hey let's i want to see pictures of you and dame like cool i have a whole album that i wasn't able to post for a year and a half so that's fine um as far as like wanting to know super intimate details like i do want to create boundaries but if people want to have you know maybe ask for advice about how to deal with telling your boyfriend that you want the sex to be better like those are things that i'm happy to talk about yeah how uh how was it like? So did you have to hide your relationship? <laughs> no, kind of, but not really, I guess. Kind of, but not really. Because you couldn't post online. Right. Because once the show, you didn't want the show to be spoiled once people started watching it. Right. But then you could probably tell your friends and family because nobody at the time, pro, you know, besides your friends and family and people you care about, obviously knew who you guys were mm-hmm. that you were dating. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of hiding it, but not really. Yes. Were like producers always calling you guys? No. Catching up? No. Nope. It was hmm. just... Mm-hmm crazy i mean well except for the great wonderful fan fantastic producers obviously exactly i mean i have i have my favorites but um (laughs) so do we right (laughs) we all have to but i think um tori's my favorite obviously yes tori tori you're great she looked like she was gonna chop my head off i think you know because we were just focusing on you know having a normal relationship we people would ask us hey like how'd you meet and so we wouldn't be like, we went on a dating show. Because right. honestly, we, we would forget sometimes. I don't know about you guys, but we would just be like, oh, like that actually happened. Yeah. But, um, I think it's different for Bachelor just because it happens so quickly. Exactly. Like literally, it's, it airs two months after a film. So yeah. you're kind of still in the middle of it. Yeah. And if that would have happened to us, I don't know if we would be together because it's just so much all happening at once. And my feelings were so raw and we had to, you know, just like build ourselves up after such a big disruptive thing happening to our lives. But we would just tell our friends that we met through mutual friends i feel like people from bachelor say or at least some people say they fell in love on the show but they didn't start dating until after the show mm-hmm. do you, you relate to that you work your way backwards yeah so in the show i was like it's like benjamin button like you know you fall in love and you you're engaged but we're still getting to know each other um and so that's why i think the fact that we are still dating is just such like a normal flowing thing for us do you guys have plans for well where do you live now do you live together no, so he lives, we live in our own different apartments, which is good. Mm-hmm. But same city? Same city. We're like, like five minutes away from each other. Yeah. In Los Angeles? In Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Hopefully one day Los Angeles. Why did it seem like everyone was from Atlanta? Because they were. They were all from Atlanta? <laughs> mm-hmm. We all got picked Very from Atlanta. Very perceptive, Dean. We were, okay, because Caitlin yeah. and I were talking about that the whole time. We are like, why are they all in Atlanta? Does, I guess I didn't put that together. Yeah. Does that well, make sense? Well, I mean, if you're going to marry someone. You want it to, yeah. It's like. Oh, you only live 20 minutes away from me? Dope. Like, that's going to be easy, right. you know? And um, so, yeah, everyone's from Atlanta. Um, I do want to talk about your podcast, Love Insight. Yeah. Great name. Before we do that, I just want to ask one more question about a timeline of the show because I am the only person on the face of this earth who has not seen every episode. I admit this. <laughs> uh, ironically enough, I don't watch a lot of dating shows. I actually don't watch any. Me neither. Uh, so, oh, yeah. there we go. We can relate. Yep. We've both been on dating shows and don't watch them. Exactly. Um, 
but so it was nine days in the pods. Then you saw Damien, mm-hmm. and then how long bet- before you between seeing him and the altar, getting married? Well, almost getting married. Right, right, right. <laughs> Having a wedding. A few weeks, right? Uh so I think collectively it was like four weeks since I saw him to the wedding. Got it. And Physically, then what, saw what was his reasoning again for not wanting to get married? So I think, so you didn't watch the whole show, but I was going through, <laughs> it's okay. No, not everyone has. So it's, it's like. It's a great show. It's like, I, like I said, I'm the only person in the face of the earth that hasn't. It's the number you. one show on Netflix for the past three weeks. I hear it sucks you in, even if you Oh, my wife seen, it has seen every episode. Oh. She's obsessed. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe she should be co-hosting this podcast. Maybe. <laughs> we give her a call. So I was going through a lot of like fears and obstacles and doubts because i just met you and i love you but marriage is such a big thing and you guys are both married so you both understand it right yeah we're both married are you uh continue sorry we didn't mean to interrupt. are you married uh yeah just, you married you carry on sorry. did you answer our guest question oh, you were saying oh okay so um <laughs> I was going through a lot and I was putting him through a lot of challenges to figure out, hey, is this something that's right for me? And to see if how would he react during hard times? And he was passing with flying colors unknowingly to really me because I self-sabotage. Yada, yada, yada. Ditto. Yes. So um, I think while I was going through that, he kind of flipped and was like, wait, well, I need time now because I want us to be like we're best friends and I don't want you to have doubts like you're good now. But how do I know that you're not going to change your mind next week? And Mm -hmm. that's totally fair. Um, I couldn't give him an answer, a direct answer throughout the whole show, pretty much. So how could I sit here and tell him you need to give me an answer now? So he told me that he would know when he saw me at the altar and he felt like we still needed to grow as friends and to keep building our relationship before tying ourselves down to marriage because I'm a very free bird. And uh, he felt that that would have kind of kept me going to mm. self-sabotage. Okay, so the the first time, first and only so far time that you guys have been together on an altar, it didn't go very well. Right. Is there any plans <laughs> or anticipation to be on an altar again together? Yeah, you guys are still engaged. No, no. so this oh. is just a ring that my dad gave me for my quinceanera. Aww. And then this is just a cute little ring that I like to put on. The only finger that is a ring finger because I have fat fingers. And this is the only one that fits. Respect, yeah. <laughs> you don't have fat fingers. Bro, this is a size nine. Yeah. I don't know if don't you know, know what, what that means. I don't know what the size nine means. Okay, this I'm pretty is sure a I'm fat a finger. This is a seven. Yeah. My ring finger. So every Can time... I mean, I guess they're the same size. I of told my you. Hands. <laughs> I don't have small hands, Dean. Uh, don't look at me like hands. that. But um, so, as far as being at the altar again, it's a little too soon for me right now. It's been a year and a half. It's a little too soon, man. I can't. Jeez, really. That's like 15 years in Bachelor World. Right? But I, my end goal was never like, I need to be married by the time I'm 28 and have like five kids by the time I'm 29. I, I've never been like that. So um, if he wants to get married, if we both want to get married, I think it'll be just like very intimate, pretty much like an elopement type of feel to it, like in the hills of Tuscany, like with our closest family and friends and just have a... Sounds gorgeous. Less (laughs) traditional. Yes, thank you. (laughs) That's amazing. That'd be great. Um, So talk about your podcast. We want to hear about it. Love Insight, obviously play off of Love is Blind. Right. Look at that pun action. So Love Insight. Uh, It's a fantastic way to just get to know what happened behind the scenes or where did all the other you know 15 love stories go and um it's good with matt money smith so he's able to just kind of walk me through my first podcast experience which is fantastic and um just really dive deep really into what was it like in the pods because we only saw like two episodes but it was so life-changing to everyone that was there and just really get everyone's really just their their hardships and their obstacles and their successes and it was such a special special experiment true and true that it's only fair that we get to just give you guys all the dirt are you still pretty close with a lot of the fellow castmates pretty close yeah so we have a big group chat called the pod squad nice um and so we just tease each other and make jokes and just wish each other good luck. But as far as like all the girls, I love every single girl that was there. There's no bad blood whatsoever. Which one do you dislike the most? There's got to be one. There's always one. <laughs> Come on. Spill a little bit of juicy goss for us real quick. Which one can you just absolutely not stand? Oh, my God. I'm not like. Okay. So here's for you to uh, wait for you to understand me. 
people would come to me and be like, I don't really like her. And I would say, well, I love her. I think she's hilarious. I think she's funny. So I really just try to find like the good pieces in everybody. Mm. As far as like not really like liking anyone, I have like five friends in total and that's just who I am. Mm. But I kind of keep everyone like, I'm your friend, but maybe I won't tell you everything about my life. I know we got to get you out of here, but one more question. Sorry, yeah. I feel like I'm bombarding you. No. I was like there it. was there anyone um, after having met them all besides mm-hmm. Damien that you're like, ooh, I could have given it a real shot with that guy? Really? <sighs> so I thought all the men were beautiful. Yeah. But I think because I had saw them really saw them for who they were and i was like you're just my friend Mm. i really i try to picture it all the time i'm like okay maybe like kenny like we're 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 both aries maybe he would have gotten my fire but it's like no kenny would not have like standed me for like two seconds never cameron i'm an aries when's your birthday april 3rd uh april 17th oh nice well Scorpios are the best. I gotta say, <laughs> whoever uh, media trained you has done a fantastic job because not one of these con- like not one of these questions is being answered in a like a nice, mean, vindictive way. You know what Thank I mean? Yeah. No, but also in a very vague, informative way as well. You're perfect. Well, I got I have gotten zero media training. Oh, oh it's natural. all just God given. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> God given. This is why they you were made me. for a podcast. You're gonna kill it. Oh, thank you. So when uh, is is uh, love um, love insight? Is it out now? Love Insight is out now. Out now. So go check it out, everybody. Uh, it is an iHeartRadio podcast. Heart so you can get podcast. it wherever you get your iHeartRadio podcast now. Um, and go check it out. Yeah, Love is Blind. Biggest show. It might. I mean, it could be the biggest show of 2020. You have seen zero episodes. And it, it doesn't matter. That doesn't... <laughs> I so didn't watch Bird Box either, and that was like the biggest thing Netflix has ever seen. It was called Birch Box. No, it was Bird. Janina, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> uh, we thank appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to cho- tuning into the podcast and seeing more of you on our TV screens maybe one day. Yeah, you guys are fun. Hopefully, I'll be less vague for you. It, no, no it was great. No, it was part ah. of a bad thing. No, that's a, this was a very big compliment. Oh, thank you. I just yeah. wanted you to be like, that bitch fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> or like, that guy, I wanted to bang his brains out, you know? Damien. Besides Damien. Besides Damien. Okay, I swear I would have. Who would you know, have man. banged their brains right. out down in paradise besides Kaylin? I thought if I, if, I, if I led with a lot of like interesting, inquisitive questions and I threw a curveball, she would have just knocked it out of the park. I think that was anybody. the first time anybody referred to who would you bang their brains out as an inquisitive question. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying was that I was leading up to those oh, ones. I wanted her to be like, it. okay, here we go. I guess I'm just going for it. I got yeah. some trust and rapport with these guys. Right? <laughs> well, we did all write in journals. So maybe I wrote something in my journal that I'm not really picking up right now. Oh, you journaled when you were in the pods? Every single one of us. Yeah. Oh, they made oh. you. Well, it was good for writing, you know, making sure that we had everyone like Let's say I had a date with Damien and I he liked to travel. So I would say he likes to travel so that we wouldn't get each other mixed up. And then we also ranked each other, you know, one through 15 pretty much after every single date to see, okay, who's my number one? Who's my number two? Uh, so everything was just kind of journaled so that we would just keep everyone in line. Did you ever feel weird about ranking people? They asked us, to, I remember they asked me to do that one time in an yeah. interview. And it was like, okay, rank your top three. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I can't. Like, I can't do that. That's well, a, that feels too weird to me. We would tell the producers, right, so that we would hopefully have a date with our top ten. Totally. But it wasn't like, hey, guys, here's my top ten. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, this is easily my first, second, third, and that's definitely my 15th. <laughs> that's fair enough. And uh, actually, I don't know why I didn't share this with Jared earlier because he hasn't seen the, the show. But when Damien, when, Damien, <laughs> when Damien asked her to marry him, she actually, in response, you got down on one knee essentially and asked yes. him to marry you. I heard about yeah. that. Yes, you want, yeah. He asked you. Which is pretty cool. You Thanks. said you wanted to ask him to marry him. And I, I think I saw in the reunion too, you didn't plan that. That was just something that it just naturally happened to. Yeah. Just the conversations that we were happening and that were happening between us. And he was like, you're my equal. And I'm like, you're my equal too. And he was like, this is how I'm expressing my love. So why couldn't I? And it was just, it seemed as a better answer than just like, yes, I'll be your wife. I was like, no, I can do better than that. Is that <laughs> so was that something that ever crossed your mind beforehand? Possibly proposing to a guy instead of him proposing to you? Uh, 
Um, I mean, I always kind of like toyed with maybe, but I was never like serious about it. I I always wanted to be the girl that was caught off guard. And um, I guess I caught him off guard. One of Ashley's best friends who is a female just proposed to her boyfriend. Good girl. A New Year's. Yeah, she did this whole setup and and, uh, go after what you want. Yeah, she uh, apparently they had an agreement because he was actually quite upset about it at first because she always wanted to propose ever since she first started dating. She always wanted to propose to a guy. And then him, the boyfriend, was actually at first pretty upset about it because yeah. he wanted to propose. And then uh, he, he should have just proposed back. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He should have done what you did. <laughs> well, I wonder, does it work the opposite of that? Like, if I have always wanted to be proposed to, should I just hold out for for someone to propose to? Actually, me? let me let me ask the married man right. in the room. Uh, who, who who proposed? <laughs> you or Kalen? Well, you're the married man in the room, but we're both married. Uh, <laughs> Jeannie, you had a hard stop at 310, didn't you? Oh, <laughs> okay, well, that's it. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming Thank in. You we so appreciate much. it. For the listeners out there, be sure to check them out on Love is Blind and be sure to check out Jeannie and his new podcast, Love in Sight. On iHeartRadio. Is it Love Space in Space Sight or Love Insight? Love Insight, all love one. Love Insight, all one word. It's oh. an iHeartRadio podcast. It's going to be as good, if not better, than Help I Suck at Dating. So check it out. I love it. Thanks. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. All right, and we are back. Uh, we're going to answer a couple of emails before we get out of here. Now that we have a little bit more insight on Giannina and the Love Is Blind process, does that does that help uh, alleviate any concerns that you have with them and their relationships? I didn't have any concerns going in. He didn't. She seems really cool. I'm I'm very happy that they've been dating for a year and a half. That's pretty incredible. I'm surprised by it, that too. It seems like a long time. It's it is a long time. Yeah. A year and a half. You've been. I mean, think of how long it feels like you've been dating Kaylin, and that's since when uh, June. So right. it's only been like nine months. Yeah. So that's yeah. She's they been, double you. Almost. She's been in a relationship longer than I have, and I feel like I've been in a relationship for a lifetime already. And, uh, yeah. You have a dog. <laughs> you guys have a joint bank account. A cell phone plan. Cell phone plan. Wedding bands. <laughs> Also, we is just bought she, a house together. I was gonna say, is she having her own apartment now? Well, we bought a house together. Uh, he said, "Okay, now I know he's not married." 
Because I know for a fact you haven't bought a house together. Hey, man. It life, She's renting in Venice. Life moves pretty fast. I don't <laughs> know what to say. But no, I agree. I think watching the show, I was a little skeptical of the relationships. I think what you said, too, at the beginning of the episode was sometimes you get put on the spot and you're like pressured into saying yes to an engagement. Some of those relationships I'm watching and I'm like, if there were no cameras around, would this relationship be working out? And with Giannina, at least, it's good to see that when the cameras weren't around, they're still dating and they're still figuring it out. How many couples lasted? There's two. Well, lasted from which part? Oh, we're hearing from Amy. There's Lauren and Cameron. Barnett. Barnett and Amber. And then Gigi and Damien. Hold on. So so three relationships, two are already married? Those are three. They got married at the end of the show. They did? And they're still married? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Like very happy. And the thing reunion. is, too, now they're huge. They're, they're hits. The show is a hit. Like Gigi, for instance, oh, has a million giant. followers on Instagram. It's like for a year and a half, they had no idea how this was going to be received. So it's like the fact that they went a year and a half in a relationship that they were just genuinely happy being in that relationship. That's, I think, pretty telling. You know, like when you go yeah. on The Bachelor, you leave the show, you're in a relationship. You're like, OK, this relationship's going to be received in some way by the public. But when you go on a show that's never been aired before, never been mm-hmm. filmed before, it's like, well, I have no idea if this is even ever going to hit people's eyeballs because mm-hmm. it's never been aired before. So they're staying in it just because they want to be in the relationship, which is great. And I'm surprised. Uh, I'll say it again that Jeannie Panini has <laughs> lasted as long as Jeannie Panini. <laughs> It's a Giannina. It's Giannina has lasted as long as she has with Dave. I didn't see it between them, <laughs> and yet here we are. Um, you know what's different about going with Love and Blind? The couples uh, is very different from Bachelor because Bachelor is already such a known thing, so people go on the show right. with certain expectations. Where Love is Blind, True. I think all of them were like, there was a very I, like I genuine of just people genuinely mm. being like, I have no, no. like what he's saying. and excited. Yeah, yeah now no the way. show's screwed. Right, because they can see what can... It's like the first season of The Bachelor. You know, you go on just for the fun experience and finding yeah. love. And now a lot of people go on for like, f- f- quote unquote, fame. She's but, got a million followers. But the yeah. one thing I will say is they're not pulling from like everywhere. So you're not going to get maybe your LA people or your New York people. It's like they're going to one destination. That only Atlanta so they still could keep it. They still could keep it kind of genuine from that location. Or like you said, it's been a year and a half. What if they've already filmed other people? True. That's actually a really good point. They so could have like maybe four already, seasons logged yeah, in. Yeah, they could already have four seasons logged in. Nobody knew what a hit the show was going to be, so it truly is very genuine. It's a really good observation, Jared. Well, I'm hoping it's true. <laughs> yeah, Well, because so you, you loved the show so much the first time. No, I'm hoping it's true. Well, it's not about me. It's about the public, okay? Yeah, you're such, the people you're love good, it so you're good. much. You're good. Plus, you know, we're, we're, we know, we know uh, the producers of the show, and we're, we're you know, they're amazing, so I'm. I'm You're a huge fan. I'm You've rooting watched for their it all. Every every second of it. Ashley's a huge fan, so I know she wants 17 seasons of this thing. All right, we're gonna answer one email, and then get out of here. Just one. I think you guys should do. Let's two. answer one email really well. Okay. And then get out of here. Love that. What? Okay. What if we answer it really well and we want to do another one? TBD. Sure. Um, Let's do one and figure it out. Stay tuned. One day at a time. Just like Jeannie Panini told us, <laughs> one day at a time. Don't disrespect my Giannia like that. You're the one who said it. I kind of <laughs> like the name wrong. now. This one's from Leah. I've been single for four and a half years, and I can't figure out why I'm unable to find someone to commit to me. I'm 27. I live in LA, which I know makes it hard to date. I'll go on the dating apps. My profile says I'm looking for someone genuine and real. I'll date several guys over a couple weeks, and within the bunch, there's one that I'll have a genuine connection with and see for a couple months. Somewhere after catching feelings, the guy will always say, I'm not looking to get into anything serious or will just slowly ghost me. The cycle has been repeating for years, and I'm beginning to get buried down and believe there must be something wrong with me. I just haven't been in love for six years, and that makes me very sad and lonely. What advice can you guys give me to help have better success on the dating apps? Jared? You're the dating ex dating app guru. Uh, sure. Um, oh, Lee, God, that's is it Lee or Leah? I'm sorry, Leah. Leah could be Leah. I dated a girl with the same spelling. Her pronunciation was Leah. How so do you that's spell what I'm it? With L E A H. I think it's Leah. It could yeah. be Leah. I think da- dating apps are tricky, especially in Los Angeles. I think that's a big, uh, big barrier to finding someone serious. As someone that used to be on the dating apps. Uh, from the male side of things I was on those dating apps and I was never looking for anything serious <laughs> so I was like, brutally honest I can say I could say that like a lot of the guys on the app probably aren't looking for anything serious and but that doesn't that doesn't mean that there are no guys on there that are are not looking for serious. no but it's like finding a diamond in the rough and then it's it's difficult because dating apps you're guaranteed these guys are talking to 
you know, a minimum of like six or seven girls at a time. And even Leah says she's talking to other guys. Yeah. So it's like, how can you just solely focus your efforts onto one person when you have, you know, this plethora of options? Maybe she should just take a quality over quantity approach, you know, focus in on one guy, like him a lot, love him hard. And maybe Leah, you should, you should uh, vocalize that to whichever guy you're talking to. So maybe, I mean, don't put a pressure on it, but just say, Hey, uh, like, actively try to go on a date with this person or, or actively set up times where you guys can meet up in person rather than just talk on the phone. Yeah. I don't know. That's just one. Uh, that would be my biggest suggestion. I think if she really has the genuine and real thing in her bio, which is funny, by the way, because that was the whole Madison th- th- uh, thing that happened <laughs> earlier in the season. Um, so, oh, that's right. Um, I don't know if you should, like, maybe just make your bio just fun and lighthearted, like, let's go get some tacos. Like that's what your bio should be. You know what I mean? And let them make the decision whether they want to have a conversation with you or not by saying stuff like that. It's like, you're, I think you're kind of weeding out. Uh, but doesn't she want people. to weed out those guys? Yeah. But like, I guess, yeah, you're right. If a guy doesn't want something serious, you, you want to weed them away. You have weed, she would have weeded me out with that bio. But again, I wasn't looking for anything serious ever when I was on the dating app. So I guess it's a good point. So yeah. here's the question, Leah, did you want to date Dean on a dating app or not? Cause if you do, if you do, then change your bio to like, uh, I heart tacos. But let's be clear about this. You're not dating Dean. Now you're dating Dean from five years ago. Yeah. You're dating first paradise Dean. Yeah, and you don't want to date love that triangle. Dean. You don't want to date that Dean. No one wants to date that Dean. <laughs> I don't want my worst enemy to date that Dean. <laughs> so I'm not on dating apps, but this has been a segment wanting to do with you guys. So I took over my friend. She we got dinner and she was saying how she's been so bummed of her shortcomings of meeting guys. She's kind of hung up on this one that's not into her. Whatever, the one night stand thing. So mm. I said, "Are you on dating apps?" And she said, "Yes." I said, "Okay, I get control over your login." Yeah. And I get to select the people for you. Now, they have no idea that they are talking to me. So it's been a little controversial on the feedback of that. Right. Um, But then once they say, hey, we'd love to grab dinner or drinks with you. And I give them her number. Catch her up on what's been chatted about. Oh, my gosh. And then she can continue that and then goes on the dates. And she's gone about four. And what's the feedback? So she's actually, there's been times where she's like, uh, ew, like I would never date this guy or whatever. Like, oh, I don't know. I get red flags. And then she's like, I had the best time of my life. And then the ones that she does like, I'm like, you're not going on a date with him. Cause she, she's, she's not picking the right ones yet. Yeah. So this is kind of like Pickers the person. love is blind version of dating apps, except instead of not seeing the person, you just don't talk to the person. Right. And I will say sometimes it does get a little complicated. Cause then I'll be, she, he'll be like, what did you do this weekend? I'm like, Oh, I was at Pebble beach or something. And I'm like, Oh wait, she wasn't. That was <laughs> me. Ah. And it gets it's a little tough but why I've, don't you have you ever thought about sorry continue no go i was gonna say have you ever considered at that point where you hand them off to then be texting her be like hey by the way this isn't actually her it's her best friend but she believes all these things that i said have at it i just figured on the wedding day when i made of honor that uh, I'll, I'll present it in well, that way i have a question okay what happens if you start talking to a guy and you start liking the Ooh, guy? great question mm. do you make the switch and be honest and be like hey listen this is actually her. F- my name is Tori. I'm a friend of so and so. She told me to take over her dating apps, but I think that we have a genuine connection, and I'd like to meet up with you. Would you ever do that? No, because it doesn't work that way. Because it's like on her bio, it's like loves Lord of the Rings, and I have never seen it. So you can. So a lot of them like bite that bait. Mm. Like I'll. Well, so here's what I was gonna say. So I so want the segment a lot of, to be uh, Lord of the Rings fan. And then I screenshot DMs, huh? and I'm like. Who is this? They start talking about Bilbo Baggins. Tori's out. I'm like, I love I'm that I'm a big Gandalf character. the Gray guy. Yeah, Gandalf the White <laughs> over here for sure. I love uh, Papa Elf and Buddy the Elf. Nope. And that has nothing to do with Lord of the Rings. Not nope. Elf. Yep, yeah. Okay. But anyway, so there is I want to tease this segment to continue on to next week. And maybe we can have Mark read them or whatever. But I screen, I've been screenshotting a bunch of... Um, is it hinge? Yeah. Hinge dating profiles to see what you guys think is a good way to set up a profile for a guy. Okay. And if a girl should be like a red flag or being like, Oh no, he's got a good sense of humor or if he's being very weird. Okay. So let's see. Don't hate me. If I ask you on a date too quickly, I'd much rather get to know you in person than through an app. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
This is someone's bio? This is somebody's, like, you know how you have the hinge? Oh, yeah. Yep. So this is Matt, and it says, don't hate me if can, I, and then it insinuates uh, you to write a response, which I can reply to. I can't, oh, there he is. It's quite literally how I said it. So he is a white man with a mustache, so he's obviously Damn. trying to be funny when he says, ain't nobody got time for that. He spells it F-O apostrophe D-A-T. Huh. What are your thoughts um, as a male? I appreciate his uh, willingness to just dive right in. I also appreciate his attempt at being funny. Yeah, it's definitely an attempt. It's not a success. It's not a <laughs> yeah, but at least it shows that he has some sort of personality. And those things are always tricky too because it's like, those are like who likes answering questions about themselves like that, you know? But you get to pick which ones you want to show. So he could have done My Favorite Place to Travel. His was Don't Hate Me If I ask you on a date too quickly i might i much well, rather get to know you in person than through an app that he's means he's dating a lot of people no i also think mm. see i i think differently i think that he's doing that because he thinks that's what women want to see ah. because so many women complain now and so many men complain as well all we do is talk on the app we never meet up in person and so on his bio he's like oh i have an idea i'll try to be funny and at the same time i'll also let you know that I'm not the guy who's just going to talk on the app. I'm the guy who's actually going to ask you out on a date. Okay, so our consensus is it. It was. It's a good, good start. It's not good. It's not bad. I think yeah, it's, it's somewhere. It's literally, was like, what is that sound? <laughs> Jared. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, what's our advice that's for Leah? Do we, do we give advice? To well, Leah? that's what I'm saying. So I'm, I, I want her. Maybe she's not picking the guys that are. Like she's not on the right app or picking the guys that are. Like she's Not picking the, right the wrong one. Can we do this? Can Leah give you the login to her d- dating app? Leah, Leah, you let me know. I will be more than happy to set you up on dates. Leah, if you're listening to this, you have her email. Obviously, help. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just isuckadating at iheartmedia.com. You're going to get Tori when you email that email address. When you email them, just ask for her phone number. Maybe you guys can connect. She yeah, can or text. DM me because we'll or, figure it out. Or better yet, let me or Jared run some of your dating app. We could have her send over her profile and see if we like her set of questions that she has or how we can make it better. Yeah, yes, I agree. We should do a profile. I, like that. I think that's a great idea. I'm not also against the idea of me taking over her dating app for like a week maybe and figuring it out. I thought well, about doing that. I've never been on dating app. I was like, maybe I'll have Dean or like Jared control. And then I was like, that's scary. Well, the problem is Dean sometimes, because I feel like your humor is a uh, shock value. <laughs> so like, I'm shocked to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see you giving back your phone to Leah and be like, listen, I took some swings. Good luck. You got to shoot for the fences. Yeah, sometimes. there's this guy. His name is Dennis. I told him where he lived. Have uh, fun. Well, let's leave it up to Leah. Leah, if you want that to happen, I'm all I'm game for it. I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. We would love to at least dissect your dating profile. And I think that we can make a whole segment out of that, too, because dating profiles are tricky. They're not easy to make. The, they're, they're, the good ones are very good and the bad ones are very, very bad. And it's also and so we'll difficult. we'll continue this into next week. And it's so hard to know what's good and what's bad. Yeah. Like, I think the perfect example is the guy we read. We're like, oh, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. And we want to help the guys. Right. We're helping both we sexes. Help everybody. We're helping both sexes. I think that was the only one we should answer on this week's episode. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm teasing that for the next. Okay, great. So, yeah, tune in next week for that. Also, I want to point out, too, that Jared and I are both sporting our very, very delicious hashtag suck army beanies right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I called them delicious. Um, and we have, well... Yeah, I guess how many I beanies ha- do we have? I have eight extra beanies, and I want to give them away to you, our faithful Suck Army listeners. So we're gonna do a giveaway on Instagram, correct? We are gonna do giveaways. I, this is what this is how I we should have talked about this off air. I'm sorry for the listeners yeah, out there for say, having to, to we, deal with this whole process. Right suck now. Army, we have not had a conversation this about this, the, this, so is, you're gonna hear Dean and I hash it out right now. I want to do four separate giveaways, four giveaways of two beanies each. I'm gonna think of two giveaway ideas. You think of the other two giveaway ideas. Okay. My two ideas are the first one is it's all going to go through Instagram, right? The first idea that I have is tag on our next photo that we post on Instagram or whatever photo we ask you to tag, tag the last person you went on a sucky date with. And then we'll send both of you guys hashtag suck army beanies. Oh, wow. That's that's bold. And then to the, say the least. And then the next one I had or the next idea I had was tag your best friend who you love to suck at dating with your best friend, your best girlfriend, your sister, your brother, your mom, whoever mm-hmm. it is, 
we'll send you two suck army beanies. Okay, I have one idea. Yeah. But we talked about this idea. I'm surprised it's not one of yours when we first came up with the idea of doing beanie giveaway. Um, so I'll describe it more on Instagram. But in Instagram story, I want you to upload a video tagging us so we can see it of you doing your best help I suck at dating mm, chant. Now, one. it can be either a suck army chant which is, or like a suck chant, which is like, suck, 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 suck everybody, or the help I suck at dating, help, help I, I suck, suck at dating, dating. And whichever I'm, chant you want. I'm partial more towards the help I suck at dating. I think I am too, so if you want to win, probably use that one. The more public setting, the better. Exa- use to your own discretion. I want creativity, I want uh, enthusiasm, personality, so whatever you think would make the best chant, and so they make upload it on Insta Story, and we'll let you know what the dates are, okay. so you can upload it in time. Tag us so we can see it, and uh, so they, we'll let you know the. Okay, way. gotcha. So they'll upload it to their own Instagram. Yes, and then we would repost it at some point to announce the winner. Great, I like that. Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, well, it was partially yours. I don't want to take full credit for it. You came up with this idea. I'm surprised it's not one of yours. Well, I I wanted that was a softball. I, I lobbed your way. I wanted Thanks. you to be able to hit that one. <laughs> I slammed that shit home. What's we we need one more because these are all two beanie giveaways. So I have to think of one more. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I was thinking maybe, uh, and you can agree or not with this one, is just tag your partner whether you guys are married, dating, engaged. Because help, I suck at dating isn't just for the people that are in the dating pool. It's also for the people that are married. So you want to tag. The worst, the person you went on the worst date with. Yep. Okay. And then you want them to tag in the next giveaway. Your be- their best friend that they suck at dating with. Okay. And then the third one is the person that they're involved with par- romantically. What if they tag someone they have a crush on? That's pretty good too. I mean, it takes balls, but we're all about balls here at Suck. We do love the. <laughs> it can't do- That's the sound effect, people, that we tried to give. Yeah. Right. Dean didn't do. We're working, he tried his best. We're working it out. Anyways, I do it any better. I guess technically this is week two of our beanie giveaway because last week when we had Dr. Nancy on, we did a beanie giveaway then. So keep an eye on our Instagram. Jared's running it. He's doing a fantastic job on the account. Well, I think Dean's we'll doing some uh, things on it too. I've seen you posted a couple things. I reposted a Comedy Central what to do when you get nudes thing. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, anyways, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Stay tuned on Instagram to see when you might be able to win some beanies. Kaylin is calling Dean right now. Is she in your phone as Furby Miller Keys? And uh, be sure to tune in next week because <laughs> That's maybe... That's so adorable. Because just maybe... That's we'll your suck, wife. We'll suck a little bit less. That's your wife. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>